0: At LuckyLandSlots.com, available to players in the U.S. excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18+ plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. I'm trying to chug this Doseki so I can get in the mood for this. It's not working.
2: It's a bad choice. Yeah. Why is
0: that a bad choice?
2: Well, I spent my Saturday steaming the carpets. Don't get old, it's terrible.
0: Does that mean you pooped on them? I don't know. No, that.
2: no. My uh, 15-year-old dog got a hold of something and just oh, sure. shit all over the f***ing place. Blaming on the dog. I've been cleaning up more poop than Johnny Manziel's lawyer. Good old college you know, they... station. They'll still defend him to the end down here. Do they? Oh yeah. They didn't even win you guys anything.
1: They beat Don't Duke. Say you guys. They beat Duke so. in
2: football. I they just did assume
0: they were good enough a couple of years ago for you to jump on their band- bandwagon too.
2: I am not not a j- bandwagon that, jumper. The your are protest protests too much. No, I. I'm a Purdue fan. How are you fan. a Purdue fan, by the way? Are you from Lafayette? No, no. My dad went to Purdue and he brainwashed me from an early age. Oh, I see. Are you from Clemson area? Uh actually I was born in Huntington, Indiana. And I lived in Noblesville for a couple of years. Yeah, so my whole family's from around there. All right. So
1: we're going to be doing we're going to be talking about the draft
2: with AJ. Do we want to talk
1: about the
0: draft overall? We're going to do and the then- draft last, I
1: think. Isn't that the only thing we're going to have to actually,
0: like, talk talk about?
1: Well, that's yeah, that's a- why it should be the first one. That's the main story.
0: Got to keep them hooked.
1: Yeah, like starting off with football is going to help.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gonna Welcome stay- to
1: the yeah. Hammer and Rails podcast. We're going to talk about Are football. we hammer like- and rail, you? Ugh, click.
2: Can-, can we please just not talk about football? Just mm-hmm. Jesus. <laughs> Good day,
1: everyone, and welcome to the 13th episode of the Hammer and Rails podcast. My name is Juan Cresto, and I will be your host for today as Travis has the day off and Ledman, a.k.a. Jumbo Heroes, is attending a wedding somewhere in Indiana. Bless his soul. I'm coming to you live from Ann Arbor, Michigan. Come to experience a great city and its culture. Stay because your tires are busted from all the potholes. Coming to us live from Lafayette is Casey. How are you, Casey
0: a the good day, too, sir. Is that what we're doing today?
1: No? Sure, why not? I mean, you always like to do a random uh, European <laughs> accent in these podcasts. A few podcasts ago, you did the German one, and I guess today's on. is
0: England in German? Is England in Europe?
1: Not anymore. All
0: right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and coming up to us live from Texas is Drew. How is it going down there, Drew? Hot.
2: <laughs> Inhuman, My, I
1: assume.
2: Inhuman and miserable and swamp <laughs> <laughs> that sounds terrible. Is
0: that an actual weather term, there, Doctor
2: Weatherman? Yeah, one is. It's just like a hundred percent chance of swamp ass. Is that yes. an actual? That is,
1: that is a legitimate thing. I will say. So earlier this week, AJ Hammonds was drafted by the, <laughs> Dallas Mavis, the number forty-six overall and uh, in the second round. So let's go ahead and get some reaction here. Uh, Casey, we'll start with you.
0: I mean, he fell a little further than I thought he did. I thought it would be Houston. Because of his Texas ties and everything. But uh, you got to be pretty happy because he got maybe the best X's and O's coach in the NBA. And if anyone can get anything out of Hammonds, it's going to be Rick Carlisle. You know, he's on a team that has a short window while Dirk's still there to try to go for a trophy and an owner who's willing to shell out a lot of money. So I think it'll be a good situation for him. The only thing is, there is a lot of buzz about the Mavericks looking to sign Dwight Howard this offseason, and that would make minutes a little hard to get for Hammonds.
1: All right, Drew, what do you have to say?
2: Well, I was just a little surprised that AJ dropped as far as he did. You just saw a bunch of teams gamble on guys that might be good and. In- four years as opposed to somebody like AJ who you know can come in and at least defend the rim and give you 10-15 minutes of you know capable time on the court almost starting out so you know it's just the NBA they draft on what might happen in four years as opposed to what's going to happen next season uh (laughs) one thing I also noticed is that when
1: uh Golden State's pick came up uh, some people were thinking A.J. would end up there, but instead they went with Damian Jones from Vanderbilt, who I know Travis noted that uh, A.J. completely destroyed Damian Jones in the one game. Casey, do you think Hammond's ever had a shot in landing in Golden State or was this? No. Person? OK. No, I don't think
0: he did. I Everyone wanted him to end up. It's kind of like wishful thinking. We were all like, oh, the Spurs make sense. The Warriors make sense. And everyone wanted it. But all the draft projections had him falling way back into the 40s, and it was unlikely that the Warriors or Spurs were going to go that way. A.J. Hammonds is, he's one of the most ready-to-play-right-now centers in the draft, but his upside is limited, especially he's going to be 24 going into next season. And that is a big thing with these guys. It probably shouldn't be because, you know, how many rookies do you actually keep for eight years? But the things you heard were his age and then his off-season problems. And I know Drew has some, have some feelings about that. But the fact is AJ did get suspended multiple times at the beginning of the year in college. So, who is to know if he's going to turn around when he's getting paid millions of dollars?
2: See, but here's the thing with that. I mean, he's actually going to college. I mean... Who knows what any of these guys do if they actually... I feel like staying in school longer hurt AJ. You know, if he leaves after his sophomore year, you don't hear about him at all being suspended or being too old. I, I think that you get these sort of mixed messages like, oh, stay in school, but now we have four years of th- tape on you as opposed to this Chinese guy we've seen play against, like, 16-year-olds.
0: It's all a dance of potential. AJ Hamilton's never the kind of athlete that someone would want to get, like, two years after his sophomore year, especially considering after his sophomore year, he still would have been, what, 22, 23, so he would have been as old as a senior. And his offensive game really didn't become polished till about his junior year. And this last year, we really saw what an offense based around his postgame could look like. And also, that is going away in the NBA. There's just not as many post-ups. They're looking more for centers that are able to attack on the pick and roll. And because of Purdue's problems with point guards and their offensive style, you never really got to see how effective he could be at that role.
2: See, I think I think the post-up games going just there are no good great centers or offensive centers in the game right now. Like, yeah, you can say they're going away from post-ups, but who who legitimately in the NBA right now is a scorer. I think as soon as you find get the next great player who's a center, it'll all be back to being, you know, going inside again. I mean,
0: there's no way in hell AJ Hammonds is that guy.
2: Well, no, AJ Hammonds isn't that guy, but people are acting like, oh, nobody's ever going to need a center again in the history. The
0: NBA is not going to be a post heavy game ever again. The three point shot is too valuable. It's hit at such a rate now that even a good post-up player is less efficient than a good shooter. That's just the game of basketball, you old crotchety man.
2: So we're just going to be like five, six, seven guys on the court? Shooting threes? Yeah. Yeah. That's what, I mean, that's what Golden State Warriors
0: did at one-on-one championship. It's kind of what the Cavaliers did. I mean, they had Tristan Thompson playing the five and LeBron playing the four and then shooters all around them.
2: Like I said, there's just no dominant centers right now. Any anyway, even even if you wanted a guy, else to go to post up. I, I don't think it's going to just go to nothing but you know athletes running up and down the court. I think there's still plenty of room for players like AJ Hammonds in the draft. I mean, look, um, what Poto, Is that his name? The Austrian kid? Yeah, from. What did what did he go? Uh he went in the lottery. Yeah. So, and he's. I mean, same thing with Sabonis. I mean, he's. They're neither of those guys are you right. know. Well, you call like- exceptional a- athletes. That was that giant turkish guy it's not like he's gonna be running up and down the court you know shooting threes who drafted him did boston get him which turkish guy or a greek guy i'm sorry the greek guy the greek center that went in the lottery
0: oh you're talking about a georgio's Papakanis. he went to the sacramento
2: kings kings and he's a monster too right like seven okay you should not ever try to do anything that the kings do that's, by that's
0: by the fact the Kings made that choice, it was a bad call.
2: You've got Boogie Collins as the face of your franchise. So we need three centers.
0: Yeah. Because they just drafted Willie Colley Stein the year before. I think, I mean, Hammond's yeah. value is always going to be that he's a natural rim protector. He's super long. He's super thick. And he will he can stretch it out a little bit and hit a mid-range shot.
2: I mean, and he's got a good feet in the post for a big he guy. Has- I mean, people- people say he's not athletic i think he's athletic for what what he does the type of player he is i mean you don't see a lot of those you know seven footers with a spin move like he has to take it to the basket he runs the court fairly well i I just feel like people think aj is some big plotting dude that just sort of are like are confusing aj and isaac hoss maybe because (laughs) aj AJ is a totally different player
0: the only thing i'll say with Hammonds isn't the ideal fit of a center now is someone that can actually like kind of switch out and hedge onto pick and rolls and Hammonds is not that he has to be more of a drop back um a la Andrew Bogut and those kind of centers do get played off the court by teams that just run pick and rolls constantly.
2: Can we talk about the pick and roll for a
0: second outside of AJ? I mean, as Purdue fans, we only see it happen against us. so.
2: Why is is Steve Kerr not trapping the pick and roll the last two minutes of the game instead of switching, which is... Basically all Cleveland wanted them to do. That was the dumbest non-adjustment. I mean you even saw you saw Cleveland do it in the round before when Toronto was running all those pick and rolls and they all of a sudden they just started trapping them instead of switching and playing man to man. You gotta trap the ball out of LeBron's hands or even Kyrie Irving's hand at the end cuz that's who they want shooting the ball. It doesn't make any sense to me why they kept switching. I
0: think those. the biggest problem is if LeBron's running the pick and roll and you try to trap, he's going to make the right pass every time. I agree. Finally, they, they, I
2: would they rather have I would anything. rather have whoever he passes to. Right trying to finish, then LeBron finished.
0: Right, but I do not late in the game, I mean, the last possession was just a Kyrie isolation.
2: Yeah, but when they get well there no, really was a score, pick and roll I mean, too, they took it there was a pick and roll right there from um to get Stephen Curry onto Kyrie. So I mean and then right when the uh Cavs started making their comeback, they kept switching Festus Azili onto LeBron, and LeBron scored like that's when LeBron really started heating up. He got fouled shooting a three. I think he took it right, a- basket a couple times let's bring this back NBA. to aj yeah <laughs> sorry it just drives me crazy i without... know i
1: let you i let you rant but let's let's bring him back to aj
0: now i think we're gonna see i think he's gonna have a surprisingly good year next year i'd prefer if they don't get dwight howard that because that makes uh hammond's rim protection really important especially for that team when the mavs won their title it was with a center that was able to hold down the forward, especially with uh, Dirk playing power forward who cannot stop or stay in front of anyone. The only problem is they also try to hide Dirk on big lofty centers that can't score. So they need like Brandon Wright types to cover power forwards, but Hammonds provides rim protection. Rick Carlisle is a genius. So I think we'll see an aging Hammonds that'll... That'll be effective next year. Carlisle is really good at putting his players in the position to make the plays they're capable of making.
2: I agree. I think you'll see him next year. I don't think he'll ever be a superstar player. I think Hammonds is a safe bet to be a guy that can give you 15, 20 minutes of good time if needed a game, not be a liability on offense and protect the rim and rebound on defense. If he plays up to his potential, I think he's got the potential to play a long time in the NBA.
1: So overall with the NBA draft, just overall, not just focusing on AJ, what would you guys think? of the draft this past year. I actually
2: didn't get to watch it at
0: all, but I've looked back. I mean, this is just how it's going. A lot of these teams are collecting so many assets that there's value in, especially with the uh, the cap money rising so much, there's value in taking a draft and stash guy just so they don't have to put him on this roster their next year and see what they turn into. But I think mostly, like, it broke down. There were a couple surprise names, but uh, everything broke out how it could. You never really know who's going to do what. I will say I like Wade Baldwin, who we played against Vanderbilt. I love him for uh, Memphis. I think he is a stud.
2: Well, I mean, once again, the American players get punished because they have more film on them. If AJ would have changed his name to AJ Hamanowski and, and and played in are there, are that many
0: Polish players getting drafted? No,
2: no, no. AJ, all he had to do was take his birth certificate and cross out the words
1: United States and write in like I don't know Croatia or something. Yeah, well, I mean, that was the joke that was kind of resonating mm-hmm. throughout because even some of the American college players had were born in other countries and stuff. Yeah, but the big thing with international guys they're all like 18
0: 19 years old they can draft them real young because they've already well, been allegedly the allegedly,
1: allegedly 18 yeah. or
2: 19 yeah. Well, allegedly Baker. yeah but yeah i mean come on he goes 10th and he's literally ne- i mean never played like basketball probably against any level of competition yeah and but you could say, don't know say how old you could say
0: that you could say the same thing about the Greek freak and that turned out pretty well.
2: Yeah, but I mean, sure, but what's like one, in, how many of those, these international guys are we ever even going to see? I mean, occasionally you'll see a big man come through, but how many of these wings and, I don't and know. Point How guards, many
0: Duke players work out? Uh, I hate Duke. <laughs>
2: It's all. No
0: one knows. Half the NBA draft is just a crapshoot. That's drafting. Plus, if you can like, get a guy named Frickan Korkmaz, mm-hmm, you should probably true. do
2: it. I feel like again? I was, we were talking about this earlier. I do feel like the NBA like really punishes you for putting together a good squad, but not a great squad. That's like literally. I think the worst thing you can do is be like an eight seed in the playoffs. Because they're just, and that's just weird. Like it's better almost not to make the playoffs and be terrible than to put together a like good but not great team and make the playoffs.
0: Right, but the biggest reason that is is because there's a lottery, so you might get lucky, like with the Cavs when they got the Kyrie Irving pick and they jump all the way up there, or the Bulls with Derrick Rose. You want a shot at the ping pong balls, but that's also just based on. The playoffs aren't a crapshoot like other sports. It's not the NFL where you just need to get into the playoffs and you might have a chance to, you know, run off three games in a row or get a hot pitcher in baseball. When you play a team that many times, generally talent wins out.
2: But So basically, I mean, you're agreeing, there's really no reason to, if you're not an— a top five team to put even a competitive team on the on the court.
0: Right, in it, theory, it, except you make money by selling tickets and having fans.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna assume that most most of their revenues from the TV deals anyway. I think they not, probably. I mean, there's still NBA teams losing money. Like you have to put a
0: a product out there to make money.
2: Yeah, and a lot of these guys really. I mean, this is their hobby anyway, so it's not like it's um, not their
0: hobby. It's their version
2: of a convertible to drive up
0: and be like hey look what i own
2: I think NBA frustrates me sometimes when you just you just see that they're just buying lottery tickets every year, basically. Well, then win it this year, gonna buy as many tickets as I can again next year, see if I can hit it again. I mean, you can't even this as bad as the 76ers have been. What they were doing kind of I mean made sense. I mean, it's basically what Cleveland did, and then were able to bring LeBron in to sort of finish it off. No, no, that's not what Cleveland did.
0: Cleveland only had three. Cleveland tanked to the bottom by incompetence. there's a difference. Philadelphia actually had a plan to take. Cleveland wanted to be good. They were just too dumb to put good players together. After LeBron left, you think Cleveland
2: wanted to be good? Because they certainly yes. didn't bring anybody. He wanted to in.
0: shove it in LeBron's face.
2: They didn't Dan bring Gilbert's any, a mora. They didn't bring anybody in. No to one would go LeBron. there.
0: I mean, they right. players
2: are just dumb. The only reason Cleveland got LeBron back and the only reason why they won this championship because they were absolutely terrible for 4 years and were able to put together enough assets for them to put together you know a team around LeBron.
0: Bron Bron just wanted to come home.
2: No, Bron Bron wouldn't have come home if Kyrie Irving and the other number 1 pick assets weren't sitting there. Bron Bron came home wow. because Cleveland was a much better team with him uh, because he left, basically, for him to actually win a championship with.
0: Tomato, tomato.
2: So LeBron came back to Cleveland because Cleveland was terrible without him and was able to win all those uh, lose all those games and get all those players.
0: Mm, they also weren't healthy when he was gone. I
2: mean, they had, when he was there, No, I mean they didn't replace him with anybody at all at his level. They didn't put anywhere anyone good around him when he was there. I know. I know. That's why he had to leave so they could suck.
0: Incompetence.
2: Hey, how about those Indi- that Indi- Indiana Hoosier draft, this uh, NBA draft? That was exciting. <laughs> yeah.
1: With uh, Troy Williams and Yogi Ferrell going undrafted. Oh.
2: I'm a oh. little surprised Yogi did. I don't mind Yogi. I don't mind Yogi, but I'm not surprised he didn't it's get drafted. Well. Troy Williams Williams, I'm not sure what he was thinking. Warriors I don't know taking, either. There Lamora. might not be a less
1: skilled wing in the Big Ten. Or... <laughs> Deontay Davis dropping from potential lottery pick to second round. Although I think you know most, what I think most most Big Ten fans were not surprised by that, but right. And I think that shows kind of like the GMs
0: are a little better than we give them credit for, because all the projections were that he would be a lottery pick, and everyone was going, "Oh my God, the NBA is so dumb." <laughs> he ended up not going till round two. Like they got it right. Like, well, he's that's an, again, that's another
2: kid getting punished for playing against good competition. His whole thing was he's an athlete.
0: Mm-hmm. He's a very tall, very athletic kid. Very if he young. hadn't
2: played a game of college basketball, he would have been a lottery L- pick. Right.
0: If he wouldn't have sucked at basketball for the last year, he would
2: have Or if he would have gone to and played in the Greek League. or You know, he would have dominated those leagues. In theory. And he would have been a lottery pick instead of dropping so far. But I, I did enjoy watching Tom or Izzo suffer over there. That was fun.
1: In other news earlier this week uh, we was, are rich We're it was rich. announced that ESPN would be picking up the second half of the Big Ten media rights deal for 190 million dollars a year uh, earlier this year Fox uh, and their, and their uh, TV networks picked up the first half at 240 million dollars a year Combine that with CBS's and for a basketball of $10 million a year, that's a total of $44 million a year. Or divided up a uh, pair 14 teams, $31 million a year. Uh, quite a bit of money that's coming in. Uh, any reaction from you guys regarding uh, this deal other than, hey, Purdue's going to get a little bit more money now.
0: Maggie Arena is flooded. With water and coin. Hallelujah. Yeah,
2: I think Mitch and uh, Morgan probably popped a couple of bottles of Andre at that news. I'm a little
0: surprised. It sounded like ESPN wasn't going to go for the rights. Like, they've been cutting back a lot on their spending. So, I, it's, I'm glad they ended up on ESPN. I still don't know what the number is for Fox Sports Net on any channel or on yeah, any I, cable. That was whatever.
1: a big concern from some people with Fox is that... Yeah, sure, they have a reach, but they don't have the same reach as ESPN, but
0: yet. Who are the Fox Sports 1
1: announcers? Um, I'm trying to remember. I know they have Gus Johnson now. Okay, uh, then I wish they had all our games on Fox Sports. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of people are transitioning from ESPN to Fox right now.
0: ESPN uh, is so uncharming. Like, somehow Dan Dockage might be, like, the second-best college basketball analyst on their whole system now. Ooh, I, there's not a bunch better. <sighs>
1: Who's that be- Like, at least no, he occasionally
0: he that, has a bright point. Occasionally, no. Actually, I, he I says like something that I'm like, oh, does, yeah, I kind of do too.
1: I like but, Dan Dockett when, when the team I'm cheering for is winning and he's covering because he will yeah. preach the winning team,
2: regardless of who they are,
1: which is always hilarious when he covers Purdue IU and IU is losing because he will just
2: on IU. Oh, IU fans hate him, man. They, they think he's a traitor.
0: I think Dockage gets a bad rep on TV. I think he's really good on TV. Yeah, actually, I like like I think actually, he's, I think I I think like he's a, a petulant TV. child on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I think his radio show is self-aggrandizing. But on TV, <laughs> he's pretty good.
2: You mean the Dan Dockage show starring Dan Dockage? Dan Dockage! Let me tell you. Why I am great.
1: As he finds Mm -hmm. tweets about him all the time. Mm -hmm. You just type in his last name in a tweet... And he will find it and either comment on it, like it, retweet it, whatever. You don't even have to tweet at him, and he will find your tweets.
0: It's creepy. But I do think it's good ESPN stayed in it because Real. that just means there's still bidding more going on. Yeah, they tried, I mean, I they think tried Michigan, to be brave, and then they were like, "Oh shoot, we can't." I think
2: Michigan that. and Ohio State r- football oh, right. really back helped that. back to the that. TV deal here. Yeah, the TV deal. Michigan. I think I think Michigan hiring Harbaugh and Ohio State hiring Urban Meyer oh, yeah, really really oh, yeah. got that. I care about all guys.
1: Well, I think the thing is, too, I mean, ESPN's trying to cut a lot of stuff out, but they realize $190 million to cover Big Ten, its that's probably going to pay off for them, whereas paying God knows how much for people like Skip Bayless really is what's killing them. Hey, they didn't have to pay Skip Bayless. This is if true. He, by the way,
0: he's if gone, he huh? ever touches a Purdue college basketball game, burn <laughs> down Fox Sports 1. If they try to make him, like, the star that comes into everything. Like, they had Bill Simmons do NBA games back in the day for ESPN. If they ever make Skip...
1: Oh, I... Out, they would make Skip do that because they haven't I, man, Colin Cowherd that, but... cover any games. I yet. like Colin, I don't mind. Colin. Oh, no, 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 I'm just saying they, I wasn't, they, right? I don't, he's covered, a, he's been at games, but he's not the one who I just worried when, when like up and
0: coming stations like get a big name, like how much they're gonna use him everywhere.
2: And God, Skip Bayless everywhere. <laughs> It's a nightmare.
0: He is the Donald Trump of sports commentary. They
2: should make him cover like figure skating. No, oh no! Sure. <laughs> Speaking of Skip Bayless, there was a video
1: of a uh, Stephen A. Smith getting the last six NBA championship predictions wrong. Shock! Why did have- he picked back six three? years? Like the last six championship, like from 2011
0: to now. Like, or,
2: yeah, that's six, right? Yes. Dummy gonna dumb. I mean, what are like? You, what is the actual probability of him getting? A fifty fifty <laughs> decision wrong six times in a row. Oh, oh you mean
0: just in the
1: finals?
2: Yeah, just like when already like it's only two teams. So he like, took the
0: Cavs last year?
1: Yeah, he took the Cavs last year. Oh,
0: With goodness. like two players left? Yeah. And then all he did this year was bash out LeBron's like a choker? Yeah. I don't I don't understand.
1: Anyway, so that's what we're getting with ESPN's deal. Yay! Money! You guys! I got nothing else to add other than, I guess, having both Fox and ESPN covered the Big Ten games should be a plus. Maybe Purdue football won't end up on ESPN News. That'll be a plus. And anyway, speaking of football, we've had a few new commits. Uh, for the class of 2017, I believe, uh, verbally committed to Purdue football already this week. Uh, Drew, do you want to mention any no, let other- me introduce him. Yeah, introduce. Okay. It's the I only thing their... I know about.
2: Them. <laughs> okay, I
0: have written down Mitch West, two-star defensive back from Illinois.
2: All right, Mitch West is a kid Purdue found out in Illinois he had a satellite camp. Had him run. Turns out he's really fast. You know, a big kid. He's gonna be like a corner safety hybrid, which is uh, what we were looking for. If we're gonna run that, we're gonna run the uh, four-two-five. That extra defensive back. Some teams have him be like a safety linebacker it looks like we're going to have him be a cornerback uh safety sort of hybrid uh, what is his player. personal
0: preference on bubbles does <laughs> he like them seven yards deep hopefully
2: he's a track star from at his high school too he's really fast uh kid and he played on a state championship Uh, team in Illinois last year like I said he's kind of a guy we found we really like his speed Uh, I think he led his team in tackles last year too that's what we were sort of looking for there a definite off the radar guy we sort of dug up in a cornfield in Illinois
0: and then more exciting we have a three star running back named Antoine Branch Uh,
2: Branch is one of the higher guys on our wish list so getting him so early is uh, you know it's a good sign he didn't have a lot of like huge offers I know Vandy offered he's from Tennessee I guess he picked uh, the Big Ten over the SEC. And he's uh, going to be a all-purpose sort of feature back uh, in the Markel Jones mold. He's a guy that you're going to hand the ball to, you know, 20, 25 times a game. That's going to be his role um, if he pans out. Uh, really good pickup with him and uh, uh, Brian Seip, um, another three-star guy, almost four-star guy out of California. Drew, why do, we, why do we do so well with running backs, it seems of late? Um, because we tell them, (laughs) I mean, they've got a lot to sell to a running back right now for you, because we're telling them we're going to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, and we're going to play more traditional smouth-smouth football. And so that's appealing to, you know, guys that want to come in and try to be that lead back as opposed to maybe playing in the spread and being more of a sort of scat-back type.
0: Can we look for him to redshirt next year with... All the names ahead of him.
2: Yeah, unless he's unless he is just absolutely incredible. What are you snacking on there, buddy? Gummy bears.
0: <laughs> Very adult.
2: The sour ones—they're delicious. they are not on distracting
1: on audio at all. Sorry. No, of course not. I couldn't hear them for the last <laughs> 20 minutes.
2: <laughs> My bad. Well, it's just that I had to go get the carpets cleaner at the store, so I got some gummy bears to make myself feel better. <laughs> So anyway, it's good pickups by uh, Purdue football. More positive momentum than I thought we would have, especially at a couple of key spots at quarterback and uh, and running back. So, so hooray. If I only think we just,
0: could play seven on seven, no contact.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you this. I've taken enough physics classes to tell you that objects in free fall have a lot of momentum. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. math. Science! (laughs) Science, bitch! Alright, are we done with this? I have to clean up more shit.
1: I think we're just gonna end it there. We're (laughs) just gonna end it right there.